Welcome to Growing a B2B SaaS. On this show, you'll get actionable and usable advice. You'll hear about all aspects of growing a business to a business software company. Customer success, sales, funding, bootstrapping, exits, scaling, everything you need to know about growing a startup. And you'll get it from someone who's going through the same journey. Now your host, Joran Hoffman. Welcome back to another episode on the Grow Your B2B SaaS podcast. We discuss all topics on how to grow your B2B SaaS, no matter in which stage you are in. When you want to grow, you will need to track what is working and what isn't. Sounds easy, but it can be complicated really quickly when you run multiple marketing channels. Today, we'll discuss how to track all your marketing efforts across multiple channels, also known as multi-channel tracking. My guest is Julia Dragic. Julia is the founder and CEO of CP VLab, a bootstrap ad tracking tool which helps companies to manage and optimize their multi-marketing campaigns in one place. Julia transitioned from project management and development to business, growth, and affiliate marketing five years ago. And to quote her, she still loves every minute of it. Welcome to the show, Julia. Thank you, Joanne. Nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for joining us. And let's just jump straight in. For the people who are not convinced after this intro, why should people listen to you today? Mainly because I'm a SaaS founder, like you and like most of the listeners to this show. As you said, I have a background in computer science and economics. For the last 15 years, I work in different areas of software development from developer, business analyst, project manager. So I know how to build a good software. And then five years ago, I started working at CPB Lab as a co-founder. It's a SaaS. And I was, let's say, fortunate enough to wear many hats. And so I had developed many skills in like in customer support, marketing, sales, strategic planning, like every founder out there, actually. And it's really interesting. And also I got contact with this performance marketing industry because most of our customers are like affiliate marketers. And it's really a fascinating world. Uh, I just love it. It's, it's really interesting how these guys are working and how they can make profit for with small budget. And then what can I say? That's kind of it. I like to think of myself as more as a generalist because my career was like more horizontal going on different areas. I'm not a specialist in one field. I'm just like liking to see how the piece is going together. And that gives me these skills when we launch a product or we launch something to see how the pieces get together. So yeah, that's kind of it. And I think that's a real typical example of a bootstrap founder. You need to have wear multiple hats. You need to be able to do a lot of things yourself first. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about multi-channel marketing tracking. Can you just give us a brief overview of what it actually is and why it is important for SaaS companies? Of course, my pleasure. Let's make sure everybody's on the same page here. Multi-channel marketing or omni-channel marketing, I heard that so many times in the last couple of years that I think sometimes that is common knowledge, but it's not. Omni-channel marketing is essentially a way for you to be present on all channels where your customer is. So on all the marketing channels where is your customer. And tracking omni-channel marketing, it's basically to monitor the performance of your campaigns across all the channels. So you can see the difference between channels to see what channel is more performant, what is bringing you more money and where to invest time. 
And as for SaaS, because we're addressing SaaS here, it's important that because you want to know what channel you want to go with, what is bringing you more customers, where you to invest money and time, right? And also to understand all your user behavior, because if he goes to an ad on a channel and then goes back to another one and another one, we know already that for SaaS, the time until conversion is longer. So you need to follow the user and understand the behavior. We as a SaaS also track everything. We try to track everywhere where we go, like organic, social media, affiliates, partners, search ads, everything. You mentioned like you need to market where your customer is present, analyze like user behaviors, but I guess like before you know that, like what needs to be in place before you can really start tracking multi-channel? First of all, you need to define these channels, right? To see where your customer is. And let's make something clear from the beginning. If somebody is using a channel, that doesn't mean you have to use it as well. If, for example, not all the SaaS products need to be on TikTok, for example, because simply maybe your target customer is not there. I'm not saying here that SaaS products should not promote on TikTok. Of course, they can if their audience is there. The point is, you don't have to follow what is cool or what is trendy, what others are doing. Just see where your customer is. Is he on LinkedIn? Then go with LinkedIn. If it's on Facebook, go with Facebook, Google. Where is your ICP? Maybe it's in communities. You can find it on Reddit or whatever. Once you have a list, just try to reach those channels. And of course, then you have to define the budget for that, right? You have to have a budget. And as it goes for minimum budget, it's hard to define one. But I would say if you are like common founders, maybe you are a bootstrap one, you don't have thousands of dollars to, to invest in marketing. So you should like split the channels in two or three other times and reach to them two or three other times, like for two or three months, two months at least, and then see how it goes, testing mainly. And you can start like a minimum things. You can start with low budget channels like display ads. Those are like cheap channels or you can do partnerships. Those are also cheap things to do like free. You waste time mostly to reach to partners in the same area, like companies that share your customer, but they are not doing the same. And also pay that like PPC search ads. Those are very good and most people are using them, but they can get expensive. And for that, I would say that you need at least 1000, maybe $1,500 to just go with them to have like relevant data out of it. Because if you invest less than that, the data will not be relevant to, to optimize. You will not have enough data. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the key thing you said here. You will start with different channels, start experimenting. And then if you start tracking things, you will know what is actually working or not. Exactly. Yeah, you will know because the basic is to track everything, not just go there and spend the money and then uh, not knowing, oh, I have three conversions, but I don't know exactly how much that cost me. Yeah, yeah. And this is like the best practice, right? What are the most common mistakes companies make when they track their campaigns across multiple channels? I would say not tracking at all. It's a big mistake, but I will exclude that even though I saw cases. So probably the big mistake would be to not compare data as we talked earlier, like to not compare data across between channels. 
let's say you run Facebook ads, Google ads, LinkedIn ads, right? And all these platforms, all these traffic sources have their own tracking system in place. So people, businesses, what they are doing, like they run Google ads, they search Google ads to see the results, the report. Facebook ads, go to Facebook ads manager. LinkedIn to LinkedIn campaign manager, I think it's called TikTok to TikTok. You got a point. The thing is that this tracking system they have, they are like similar, but not quite. They have different naming, different data points, different way to calculate metrics. And when you search and you check the result in one channel, you will see, you will miss comparing them. You'll miss comparing them. You'll miss also the attribution of the conversion. If a user sees your ad in Facebook and then goes to Google and goes to Google and search the app, your company and then converts, that conversion is attributed to Google. And you'll say, oh, Google brings me conversion. I should put more money in that. But the first contact was in Facebook. So the user found about you in Facebook and probably you should invest more there. So the attribution is broken. And the solution is quite simple, actually. Just use a single platform to track all the channels. And there are many trackers or analytics tools out there that you can use. You can use even Google Analytics. It's popular. I don't personally like it, but that doesn't matter. That's me. You can use it. Just make sure you track all the, in the same place, all the channels, because that's what, how you can compare. That's how you can see which one. Because if one is bringing you just impressions, but it's not bringing you conversion, then you don't do much. Exactly. And that's what we all care about in SaaS conversions. So I guess like... At the end of the day, yeah. Exactly. So first first mistake, not tracking at all. So if you want to get started, as you mentioned, Google Analytics is a good way to start. And yeah. if you want to dive deeper, then uh, we're going to discuss a little bit, then they probably come to you. And then the <laughs> next thing is, of course, is not comparing data between the channels. To be honest, we, we track everything in Google Analytics at the moment or in the separate channels, which... I definitely don't think is ideal. So I can see the clear benefit here. Regarding the attribution, you kind of mentioned it already. There's different models. How do SaaS companies pick like the most suitable model for their needs for attribution wise? So there are multiple ways of attributing a conversion. Mainly what it means, you run multiple campaigns in different channels and you get a conversion. Which channel brought you that conversion, right? That means attribution. And the most popular one that most of our, my customers that I work with are using is like the first click attribution, because it's, it sounds logical. Your user saw your head on Facebook and then went or search on Google and then maybe on some community reviewing, because we know that for SaaS, that's common, like searching for reviews and things like that. And then he converted, right? And you want to know, okay, this user from where he come, it came from Google. So you need to attribute the conversion to the right channel, right? There are also other attribution models, like depending what, how time it takes for the life cycle of your sale process, you can attribute to the last channel, or you can like split percentages between channels. It depends. But for my experience, the first click channel is the most used one, mostly for for SaaS and other businesses. And the funny thing about this is that Google recently announced they will remove this first click attribution starting in June, I think, or July, June, I think, because it doesn't match the new Google Analytics 4 way of tracking. 
And we, as a that tracker, we would continue having it, but I'm very curious to see how things will evolve with this change from Google. I'm very curious. And people are used to it. They are, want to attribute it like that, they are, but we'll see. Yeah. Because yeah, it is the first time they hear about your brand, of course, if it's the first click. It, it's the first time they actually took a certain action on the ad you're running. So it's interesting that they go that route. Yeah, they start this uh, with Google Analytics 4. They will start tracking by based on events. So it's a different way of tracking. And they say it doesn't match with first click attribution anymore. We're going to see because most of your clients are using it. Google Analytics users aren't. So I'm really curious where that's going to lead. Yeah, me too. You mentioned it already a little bit as in running experiments, as in the SaaS companies is all about running experiments, right? So if you have a growth hacker, he probably is going to run multiple experiments across multiple channels. Like how can multi-channel marketing tracking help with that to really see what is working and what isn't? Of course, if you track channels, you can compare the data, right? Yeah. So mostly experiment. If you want to track or if you want to go on multiple channels, you need to experiment on what works and what not. And the best way to do this experiment is by running A-B testing. A-B testing all the elements for your campaign, like A-B testing landing pages, offers, different elements like country or, or everything that has multiple options mainly. I always recommend that to our customer to just go, if they want to go on multiple channels, just going into A-B speed testing for landing pages and offers, because we had quite a few cases, including for ourselves, where we discover after doing these cases that they like split tests, that a landing page, for example, was having like a higher click-to rate on a channel, let's say Facebook ad. But on a different channel, the same landing page was having a very poor click-to-rate. And if you don't compare that, you will not know. So yeah, split testing, it's mandatory when you run campaigns on multiple channels. Yeah. yeah. Split test your creatives, your landing pages, do copies. Makes a lot of sense. Growing a B2B SaaS is tough. We know. This is why we started Redditus. We help you to grow your monthly recurring revenue without high upfront costs. How? By leveraging someone else's network and only giving away a commission when they deliver you a paid client. It's called affiliate marketing. It's already a really cost-effective and scalable revenue channel. We even made it better for you. With Redditus, you can start for free and only start paying us when you generate revenue. Learn more at www.getredditus.com. What are like the common pitfalls people or companies should avoid when implementing multi-channel tracking? I would say not tracking again, yeah. because it doesn't make sense. There are many tools out there that you can use. They are easy to use, affordable, so just don't do that. Uh, another thing would be like to not look at the metrics, all the metrics out there, because, okay, views, impressions, they are nice, but you need to look deeper. Also, there are businesses that look like at the end of goal, oh, I got 10 conversions, happy, joy. But if you look deeper, you'll see that probably you got 5% click to rate. Maybe if you increase that click to rate, you'll get more conversions, right? So just look at all the metrics. Only the metrics are important, like engagement, click to rate, conversion, costs and compare them between channels. So if a channel is bringing you just impressions and not conversion, maybe you should stick with the 
one, you, you would have more conversions and more engagement, for example. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a really simple question, but what is, in your opinion, a conversion? Is it a sign-up or an actual paid client at the end? Depends on how you define it. Depends on what you think, what your goal is. You want to have a sign-up or you want to have somebody just trying the product or depends on what's your goal, how you define a conversion for you. Yeah. It's different for every business. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, because in, in our case, we now set it up as signups. So basically that's a conversion, but we notice now as well that we get a lot of Gmail signups, which 99% of the times won't be relevant because they're not a SaaS business. So yeah, we are going to change that really soon. I know that. We also at some point we had the premium plan, which was very nice. We want to like help uh, others and have them use the tool, but uh, our customer support got so crowded because of them and they were not installing and everything. So we decided against it at the end after we tested for one year and something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we have a freemium model so people can just easily sign up, but it's also like tracking wise is a bit more difficult because they're not all qualified. I know the feeling. If companies want to get started with multi-channel marketing, tracking, what would be the best way to do? By using an ad tracker, of course. I know I'm biased here. I, uh, we developed an ad tracking platform ourselves, but I know I'm right. So by using an ad tracker like CPV Lab, you will just get so many advantages that you will not want to stop it. Stop using it. What can I say? You can use free like analytics, but... If you use a dedicated one, you can use it on top of analytics to have your own tracker to your tracking system, and you'll get some more benefits. You'll have all the channels already there predefined, all the tokens, everything. You'll not have to have a developer or somebody to set up everything for you. You will be able to split this much easier because you defined everything in the tracker. And I like that because afterwards, you just copy the campaign you are in your traffic source. And if you want to change something, you're changing the tracker and don't go to the learning phase at the traffic source and waste money and time on that learning phase that we all know it takes something. And also, it's so nice to see the a dashboard with all your campaigns. Yeah. Yeah. And right. like, yeah, you mentioned time saving already. Like, I guess the, the most two things SaaS companies do is right to either save time or they save money. Does your tool also save money? You have all the tools to optimize campaigns. You get all the insights and all the information so you can optimize it, including how to optimize it. And for a SaaS founder as well, if you have like investors coming, you get just share with them real-time data, give them an account and see for yourself how the campaigns are going, how much it costs in real time. And it's just much easier than compiling spreadsheets and reports and sharing with others. And one of the niches you focus on, I think you mentioned it a little bit in the beginning, were an affiliate management tool. So I'm going to ask, of course, one question related to this. What are the top affiliates doing to make a lot of revenue for the clients they're recommending? Yeah, this is a special field for me. I like it a lot. So our customers are mainly affiliate marketers. And I know, Joanne, like you have Redditors, it's an affiliate network. That I hope will get integrated next week <laughs> in our tracker. So yeah, affiliate marketers mainly what they do is not just blogging, right? I know people think, oh, I do affiliate marketing is just posting some links and get some commission. It's not just only that. They do a lot of work behind, right? They first 
search an affiliate network, depending on the niche they want to promote. If they want software, they will go to Redditus. Or they, there are many other affiliate networks, depending on niche, like gaming, health, sports, depending, right? And then what they will do is just pick traffic sources. And again, on the traffic sources side, there are many out there, not just the mainstream that like people are thinking, like not just Google, Facebook, and TikTok or Microsoft. There are hundreds of traffic sources out there, again, depending on the niche or depending on the ads, type of ads, like native ads, push ads, video ads, what type of ads you are running. And what an affiliate wants is to spend less on the traffic, yeah, and to get more profit. And to get that, because he's paid on performance, he will do a lot of testing. So that's the main thing that they do. They, they do a lot of testing. They test an offer with many traffic sources, or they test many offers with the same traffic source. And then they, they test landing pages, creatives, like text, to target or like countries, mobile devices, different types. They test like every little thing. I'm amazed about what things and how those funnels are looking. Because I'm not a marketer myself and I'm just really impressed about what they are doing. We are just doing software for marketers. We help them. I know that. I know how to help them, but I'm impressed about what they are doing. So they are really smart. Most of them, most of the ones I work with, really smart people doing marketing, very good marketing, and they are paid just on performance. So everybody should use them actually. And the thing they are doing about testing is actually they... That's how we develop a part of our product at some point. It's called multivariate testing because they test so much. It's a way of testing a landing page by using the same landing page and testing like having multiple landing pages by using one landing page in a piece of code. So let's say you want to test the different headlines or different images or different, I don't know, text on call to action button. And you just define those. I, let's say you want three headlines three buttons or three images or something. And then you put that code in one page and then that page will load differently for each user and you'll see the combination of this. You'll see like first headline with the first image with the third button went much better, like for click to rate or another combination was better for engagement. And you'll see like that and you'll just delete the ones that are not working and just stay and scale with the ones with, that are working. To answer your question, what they are doing, they are testing, they are testing like everything, like madness. Yeah, I really like that you're getting so enthusiastic about affiliate marketing. I love it. Yeah, I am. I, I wanted to ask a, a question as in what would be the biggest benefit of affiliate marketing for B2B SaaS, but you kind of mentioned it, right? It's paper performance. So in your yeah. words, everybody should use them. So I'm not going to ask you that, but I so guess. If you are a SaaS company and you don't have an affiliate program, definitely you should use one. It's it's like basic. You don't pay randomly. You pay just when you got a conversion. Define your conversion. If it's sign up, define it. And when you get that, you'll pay the, the affiliate. And you don't have to invest on all the channels that you don't know because he will do the job for you. He will test traffic sources. He will test different channels for you. And you don't have to worry because it's his time, his effort, his everything. It's mean, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And what we see now, for example, in our network that the highest performing affiliates actually run paid ads for some of our clients. So not everybody allows that. So of course you have to agree on that with the affiliate, but the ones who do allow it are doing really well because they don't run the ads themselves. They actually let the affiliate do it for them. 
And sometimes they are, they have much more experience and much more knowledge how to run those ads than you. If you are like, you have a small team, you don't have a dedicated person to do, to run those ads for you as very good experts. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We are coming a bit to the end. I always like to ask these two questions at the end. When we talk about multi-channel tracking, what kind of advice would you give SaaS founders who are growing to 10K monthly recurring revenue? Okay, so if you go to 10K MRR, probably you are so early. I would say again, if you don't have an affiliate program in place, just make sure you get one in place and also use your customers as referrals. Reward them if they bring your customers, help them with like materials and everything so they can promote you. It's a very good acquisition channel using your customers as ambassadors. So that, or I would say tracking your channels from the beginning, it's important to do that from the start. You'll understand much better before losing money, where to invest money. Nice. And... Let's assume that we then passed the 10K monthly recurring revenue. So we're now growing to 1 million ARR. How does your advice change? Like what advice would you give to somebody going to 1 million ARR? Okay. So if you go to 1 million, congratulations. Yay. <laughs> and I assume you already have multiple channels out there, multiple acquisition channels in place. And I also assume you have tracking in place. If not, do it. You cannot get there without tracking. I'm guessing it's good one time, two times, but. Not so many. So what I would say is, again, affiliate program, if you don't have one, use it. It's very powerful. And about tracking, I think at this stage, you already have processes in place. What you can do is like network a lot with like-minded people, focus on that, learning from their mistakes. I know this is not related to tracking, but I think it's a good advice. And yeah, focus on your team at this stage. I will focus on the team and make sure like the team knows, every team member knows how important it is for the final goal, what's its place in that big picture, because the team is like the most important at some point. Yeah, especially if you're going to pass a 10K, like you will need to build a team, which is going to take the heavy lifting for you. I guess the biggest takeaways is if you don't do tracking, definitely get tracking in place. And if you don't have an affiliate program, definitely set up an affiliate program. Any other final thoughts you want to share with other B2B SaaS founders? Dear B2B SaaS founders, I'm here in the same fight as you are in the same environment. So if you want to learn more about what tracking or something, just connect, ask me. Or if you just want to like... Tell your problems. I'm a good listener. I can listen. Maybe we can help each other, but I can just listen so you can get out of the system and continue building. Nice. Yeah. I really love how helpful SaaS founders are to each other. I'm part of the SaaS founder membership group and it's the exact same thing there where everybody really tries to help each other. Wow. That's really nice that there's like this members group communities building. Yeah, there are quite a few. You mentioned already people can get in contact with you if they just want to have a chat. How do the people get in contact with you? What would be the I'm best way? I'm on LinkedIn. You can use LinkedIn. I'm on Skype. I'm on Telegram. I'm all everywhere because our users are everywhere. So I try to be everywhere, but mostly on LinkedIn, yes. Cool. Then we're definitely going to link it to in the show notes because it is a difficult name to, to pronounce and to spell. But I hope I say it right. Julia Dragic, thank you for yes. coming on to thank the show today. Thank you. Thank you, Joanne, for having me. It was a pleasure and continue building, everybody. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Bye. -bye.
You've been listening to Growing a B2B SaaS. Yoran has been ahead of customer success before founding his own startup. He's experiencing the same journey you are. We hope you've gotten some actionable advice from the show. And we hope you had fun along the way. We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the podcast in the meantime. To find out more and to hook up with us on our social media sites, go to www.getreadiness.com. See you next time on Growing a B2B SaaS.